0: Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the master's article from the March 2019 Trestle Board. Greetings ladies and brethren. In the year-long theme of strengthening the bonds, this month we will focus on getting more involved with other lodges. We all know there are many other lodges in our area, and we see our Masonic brethren at various events, but we don't get out and visit other lodges much or invite them to our events. We tentatively have two degrees scheduled for March, a first and a third, so I will be reaching out to several lodges to see if we can fill the sidelines for those two degrees. I encourage you to do the same. Invite your Masonic friends and brothers over, and let's make these degrees ones to remember. Another opportunity to mingle with brethren from other lodges will also be one of our events to get the families more involved as we have our first paint night on March 16th. We will start at 5 p.m. with appetizers and fellowship. We start our creative juices flowing as we follow along with the instructor and take our best shot at painting the example picture. Should be a blast and we have a lot of interest in this and seating is limited so be sure to get with me if you're interested. On March 23rd, we will have another event that will be open to friends, family, and other lodges as we roast, I mean toast, Worshipful John A. Reynolds in this year's annual Past Masters Roast. Bring your best memories and stories, PG rated of course, and come on down and help us have fun with one of our beloved two times Past Masters. Let's make sure that we don't just focus on these areas for one month only. I encourage you to reach out to members you haven't seen in a while and invite them as well for the degrees and the fun. Let's continue to bring focus to our ancient and honorable craft. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron S. Reddick Speculative Freemasonry Let's understand life. Someone that is lied to holds onus for the acts of the one lying, but in the material world, to avoid repetitions, we have to draw a line somewhere. Randomness is a healthy and integral part of making a vibrant society, however too much of it causes chaos. To discriminate between compassionately warm affections and cold-blooded behavior, hence the need for a judiciary. The discrimination between the two is markedly prominent, seeking genuine advice. Sainthood divided into smaller chunks, soaked in civility, is Freemasonry. The executive power seeking direction of legislative authority is balanced by judiciary. Three Lights of Masonry. Free will always effectively prominence in carving the path in the future based on the steps taken in the present with historical guiding reflections of the past. Balance and symmetry are the outcomes. Best regards, Brother Shivam Sharma, Chaplain. The following article is written by our senior warden. The Illusion of Time Time and Consciousness Time. We think we can manage time by planning our day or by the use of technology. But as we all know, time waits for no man. Nor is time something that can be slowed down or expedited. Even grains of sand through an hourglass shall pass at the same rate. Let us look back and see how our understanding or interpretation of time has evolved. Historians tell us that early man feared the sun setting because he thought this represented the death of the sun each day. Hence, each sunrise, he thought the sun was born again. As man noticed this natural phenomenon, the regularity of this occurrence gave man light and darkness. According to anthropologists, the first reference for time was day and night. Unknowing to the sun's revolution, it was certain that man was powerless to this progression. Yet to the thinking man he established a primitive idea of chronology a concept to measure time in hours or events no one can say at what point man grasped the understanding of yesterday today or tomorrow or the knowledge of the past present or future however when man gained access to these dimensions conscious life was radically transformed now man had a way to determine the day and by the invention of precise instruments and tools man could measure time to plan for his own benefit and daily activity. Time became a basic element of daily life. Since the dawn of civilization, man has tried to understand what time is, even control its results. As ancient African philosopher and theologian St. Augustine of Hippo once remarked, I know what time is until you ask me to define it, and then I do not know. In modern times, it's clear that man has undertaken a way of life that accumulates daily tasks, and how much we can accomplish within a day. All the while, time still passes at the same speed. Such a state of affairs is proof of our inability to control what early man found to be true, an uncontrollable principle, meant to serve us and not enslave us. Time is a natural law that cannot be smelt, heard, tasted, or felt. If anything, one could say that time is seen by the aging of man, monuments, or materials. Like all natural laws, the more man strays from this path, the less man is guided by the Creator's ubiquitous law. Time is not a material condition. It is a product of human consciousness. Using mundane or limited means, man is reminded of his powerless illusions. Therefore, it is impossible to master time except by calling upon our highest psychic and spiritual faculties, consciousness. Consciousness To state time as a product of human consciousness, it deserves explanation. A few examples to make this point. When we do something that is not appealing to us, we have the impression that time moves slow. On the other hand, when we're engaged in something we find exciting, we lose track of time and do not notice the passage of time. In addition, we feel we don't want to stop what we're doing. In each example, the duration of time is the same in both instances. This is proof that our consciousness gives relative value to time. When we are unmotivated, our inner state or consciousness feels we are slaves to the passing hours. When our emotional or mental activity is focused, we lose all notion and feel free from the grasp of time. The nature of time is even more arbitrary when we sleep. We lose all point of reference and a way of measuring it. This is why after a full night's sleep, we feel we slumbered like for only a few hours. Likewise, patients who have come out of a deep coma, which has lasted months, feel their unconsciousness lasted for only hours or days. Time is interpreted differently in each case by our consciousness. It is scientifically proven that our dreams have a duration of minutes, yet we feel our dreams last hours. Dreams we can recall with great deal convince us that the images surely lasted longer than minutes, but they don't. Therefore, it follows that time is a state of objective consciousness as we transcend this state and pass the limits of conscious objectivity, we lose all notion of duration. As proof, this is what happens when we sleep or, for any other reason, we lose all notion of time. From this point, it becomes evident of how we arbitrarily measure periods when we are conscious of ourselves and our surroundings. It is important to understand, at this point, that we ascribe such a material value to time because we are in the habit of associating it with the rhythm that we give our conscious life. One must also analyze the concept of space because this concept is directly connected to the concept of time. Worshipful Carlos Diaz, Sr. Warden. Sources, Kybalian, The Three Initiates, A Study of the Hermetic Philosophy of the Ancient Egypt and Greece, Roja-Crucian Order, AMORC, Postulant Section, Mandami 2-5. <laughs> What is Solomon's Staircase? I'll tell you what Solomon's Staircase is and what it means to me. It is rich history. It is the future. It's where strangers visit to become friends and then later become brothers. It's where families meet and grow together. It's a place where men inquire for light and find self-realized truths that reveal wisdom. It's esoteric knowledge that's taught from mouth to ear. A feeling of knowing, not thinking, that you are walking on the right path and living a life that benefits your family. Solomon's staircase is a place where brethren know they have a lodge that is always there for them. It's a place where the outside noise is silenced so we may work and use our tools to better ourselves. As masons, we learn not to let political rhetoric occupy our mind or cloud our judgment. Masonry does not promote or discredit any divine faith. It accepts all and even goes as far as embracing it. It helps each brother strengthen their belief in deity. The many great men who have led our lodge have had a ripple effect on the lives of those who are willing to attend and be taught. Brothers who are new to the fraternity are not told what to think, but rather shown where to find light. Masonry teaches a man that everything he needs and will need already exists within him. It is light. It is merely a fact of revelation. Masonry teaches a man how to find light, not where to find it. As a lodge, Solomon's Staircase is known among other lodges. It's a Lodge where Masonic knowledge is taught and learned. It is a Lodge that has served Grand Masters as Grand Lodge officers. Our doors are always open to visitors throughout California, across the United States, and around the world. Solomon's Staircase makes a mark, without trying or for the benefit of recognition. Our Lodge is known for having the best Lodge number ever, according to past Grand Master Rush Sarvonia, and I wouldn't disagree. Our Lodge has an impact on our community. We reach out to help veterans, orphans, and improve our local schools without being asked to do so. Our philanthropy provides tools to help kids thrive now and for years to come. I thank the Creator for guiding me to Solomon Staircase Lodge. That was an article written by our Senior Warden and Past Master, Carlos Diaz Jr. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment.